All right, so uh, so I'm live right now. Uh, so I'm testing to see if if this works. Why is this not working? Okay. Butterfly. Uh, I've been seeing lots of butterflies. I know. I used to love seeing those big, gigantic wing, like uh, yellow mm-hmm. wing butterflies. So cool. You're my butterfly, sugar, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one tells me you're live. My computer does not. This is weird. Okay, so then that's probably explains a lot of things. All right, so oh, here we go. All right, so it looks like we're officially live here, but I need to make sure that we can hear, like, okay. uh, yellow wing butterflies. No, 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 no. So cool. We are good on Facebook. All right, so. It looks like, audio. it looks like, yeah, it looks like we could hear um, each other on, on this. So before we start on the episode, to not repeat what happened last week, we are just kind of just making sure that we can be heard. Um, so we're not like talking for 30 something minutes and nobody can hear us. Oh. <laughs> Add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have audio on twitch too we're like laughing okay, so, okay. Hard. so we have so we have audio we have audio and we can officially start the episode so all right three two one go hey everybody and welcome to our radiant reflections podcast my name is nicole i'm will And today we're going to be talking about growth. But before we start talking about our topic of the day, how are you doing today, William? Mentally, I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) So essentially what's happening with me is um, obviously I'm tired. Um, I'm if, if I could like put a scale from one to 10 in the terms of like where my depression level is at, my anxiety level is at, I would say that they're both at a pretty good low, which I'm very happy about. Not the bad low, like being like in a low. No, like I'm talking about like the number on the scale is low. So therefore it doesn't feel as bad. Does that make sense? It does. It does. <laughs> so like, um, so yes. So um, I'm mentally, Mentally, I'm better than I was last week because we know how I was last week. We, we were both like, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I'm much better this so, week. How are you? At least we're covering our butt this time, making sure it all works. You know, I checked on everything that it works. I'm going to open up Twitch real quick so we can see comments. I do have Facebook open. It kind of like froze, but that's my computer having problems. This yeah, you're not, you're, not fro- you're not frozen on my end, so you're this cool. Good. All right. So let me get to Twitch and get that opened up. Um, so, yeah, I am on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and oh. I'm turning my volume down now. Okay. <laughs> um, we're preparing for Hurricane Delta, which That's is what... funny because Mississippi, like, when you get to the bottom of the Mississippi River, they call it, like, a Delta. Interesting. It's kind of funny how it's like, it's not going to necessarily, they're not saying it's going to hit directly us, 
but we are still on that side of the storm where we're going to get, which is funny because Mississippi, like when you get to the bottom of the Mississippi river, they call it like a Delta. Oh, interesting. I'm so sorry. It's kind of funny how it's like, it's not going to. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Sorry. Technical (laughs) difficulties, people, but we got it. We got it. I was just trying to get. Yes, I know. To hear yourself. I was like, what is happening? But we got it. I sound like a little valley girl sometimes. I, I, like coming on some Saturdays and co. Nicole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Anyways, so it is just kind of funny, like, you know, how the, the storms have been, like, getting to us still, even though there were not a direct, like, hit. You know, we have cruising the coast going on right now, so... I think a lot of people are packing up and they're they're heading out to like a safer place so they can like probably hope come back like next weekend because there's more stuff going on like this entire month. Like we have at the end of cruising the coast, which cruising the coast is where old oldies cars and stuff like they come from like everywhere to this event. Um, you know, old Buicks, you know, Mustangs. Like this is really a cool event. Yeah. Um, to be confused with scraping the coast, where people who have lowered their cars <laughs> because they almost scrape oh, the coast. Yeah. yeah. Low riders. Um, Got it. Yeah. So at the end of all this, we have mullet fest, where people throw mullet fish, and we have food and like the oldies cars come and they park. And I'm dumb. I like, thought it was like people were Mississippi mullets. thing. I'm telling you right now. We even have a food vendor that is strictly sweet tea. Yeah. And we have, <laughs> yeah, all things fried that you can think of. I mean, go figure, you know? Yeah. The thing is that, like, when it comes to uh, hurricanes, um, it's been a while. <clears throat> Since, like, I've even paid attention to the weather due to the fact that the weather, um, like, because I was on the East Coast before I moved here, and weather was a huge issue because, you know, hurricanes can reach where I lived, and, um, and so, and, like, there was more rain and flooding and things like that that could happen. Even a tsunami maybe can hit in, you know, we never know. But the thing is, is that now that I move where I'm currently living which is in the Southwest, there's no storms here. Like, no storms. Worst case scenario that we get is that we do get, like, heavy winds, but it's not, like, it's gusts, not necessarily hurricane levels of wind. 90 mile per hour wind that they're telling us we're going to feel. I'm like, uh. We have 90 90 mile an hour winds where it just kind of goes up and then just go, but, like, um, but it's not... You know, it doesn't come packed with rain. Doesn't come packed with like you know, other Lightning things like that. And- yeah, because there's like it's like it's like random. Like one day we'll get like a bad storm, but it really just depends on where you live at. Uh, worst case scenarios that we get like our power taken down or whatever, but like you know, it's fixed fairly quickly. But it just sucks. Like if you live in the middle of nowhere where I used to live. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we live like. In an apartment complex and things like that, it's not that, it's not that bad. Well, that's why like our ultimate goal is to get more inland, like past the interstate, because we are, <laughs> we're like five minutes from like the water. 
mm-hmm. where this where we are now, where the house we're now. And the ultimate goal is to get past the interstate where it's more country, you have more trees protecting you because you don't realize how much being being in suburbia closer to the coast is great because you have more to like kind of like brace against before like you start seeing a lot of really bad uh, flooding and weather where we are. Yeah. But um, if we move to like the country, like where, where some of my friends live up here, you know, it would be so much better. You would still have a little bit of like flooding and stuff like that, but you would still be a lot more protected and, you know, you'd have like puddles of water on your property. You wouldn't have like, you know, where you're trying to swim to get to your mailbox or, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever that's, I, I don't know how people can live in places like that. Like for me, um, I lived in, uh, I used to live in Philadelphia. And one of the things I loved about it was that like, I love the variation of storms here. I'm lucky if I get a rainstorm that lasts longer than 20 minutes, <laughs> you know, like a rainstorm will like hit here. And sometimes it'll be like a, like a, like a torrential like a spit, downpour like a spit or like a downpour. Like it'll be like a complete downpour. It's like, psh, you know, just like that. But it's literally only lasts like five minutes. And then I'm like, Oh, He's like, I love it when it rains. Oh, it's done. <laughs> like, essentially. And you know how people say like only like only in Florida does it rain on like one side of the road and not on the other? It does that here too. I, I can imagine. Yeah. It's creepy. It, it's really creepy because sometimes I'll be like, wait, it's raining here, but it's not raining over here. Question mark. Okay. Well, actually, no, that happens here too when it does rain. Like on because the thing is, is that like. I think it's a similar climate thing. Yeah, it's a similar climate. But the thing, well, I think yours is more because since you're near water, that's obvious. But, like, for us, it's, like, we have to get lucky and hope that some of the other states, because we literally have no water around us. You're, like, in the desert. We're in the desert. We're literally (laughs) in the the desert. desert. So, like, we're lucky if, like, California is giving us some of its water. Like, here you go. Like, we're going to give it to Arizona first, and then you'll have it. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, it's like, it's a hand-me-down storm. Yes, it's a hand-me-down storm. That's a perfect example for it. We don't get the (laughs) water. (laughs) It's like, oh, we'll just give you scraps. Oh, Lord. Can't. Now that we talked for weather about weather for like ten minutes and dealt with a little technical difficulty. Yes. So now I would say that officially the episode will start, which we're talking about growth today. Yes. So last week we talked about mental health, and that kind of got a little dark and a little twisted, which is okay. <laughs> the real, real is what we're talking about here. <laughs> the real, real. All right. Which is actually a talk show. I bet everything's a talk show now. <laughs> We're a talk show. We are already in right. So I'm really feeling a lot more in my element today. So don't mind the hands flying because it's a good flying, not a bad flying. Oh, mine, mine are going to be flying if I if I get into that mode where I can like get into that talking mode. You know, you know how I get. Um, <laughs> then you'll see hands flying. So, Positive hands flying. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're talking about growth. And that's one thing we both have a lot of experience with. Like, I have 29 years of growth going on. You have 32 years of growth going on, you know. Yes. And um, there's a lot that goes into that. One thing I do want to say is like, don't give up before you start your growth process. Don't 
don't instantly look at like where you want to be versus where you are and compare your life to somebody else's life because your life isn't going to always equal up to somebody else's life. If you keep doing that, that's where you're going to be very counterproductive and you're going to really have a hard time with getting to your actual big picture goal because then you're going to start looking at these small goals and be like, why is this worth it if I'm never going to equal up to that? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so what growth, what we're, what the, the kind of growth we're talking about is like personal growth, right? Yes. Yes. So with personal growth is also called personal development, which that's a lot of what I talk about on self-organizing podcast, um, is a lot of personal development type things. Um, and I'm a big advocate for it because I have seen so much more positive outcome for me when I put in the work and I, you know, really take what I've learned and put it out there to the world. Like I see a lot of really positive feedback. Like everybody thinks I'm this positive Patty, but I have my days where I'm a negative Nancy too. You know, there, <laughs> there are those days I message you and I'm like, you know, ranting and raving and you're like, whoa, 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 Felicia, hold on. <laughs> but I'm actually the opposite of you too. Like you present an exterior of positivity where I present an exterior of negativity, but I do have my positive moments where I can pull people out of very dark places because I understand, like I understand that mindset because that's my mindset all the time. Um, Oh God, shut up. Well, <laughs> see, I'm like bringing it down. No. Okay. So we're talking about personal. Okay. It's, it's topic related. It's yes. completely fine. Remember we're allowed to veer away as long as we bring ourselves back. Okay. Yes. So we're talking about growth. Growth <laughs> or development, you know, it approves awareness and identity. It can also help with you developing your talents and potential, especially because you like music. Yes. I like music. We're both lyrical people. Mm. We see a lot of growth, like from what I wrote when I was 14 to what I write now that I'm 29, there is a 15 year difference there. Make sure I did that math right. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's an exponential difference between what I wrote then and what I write now. Yeah. Um, because when, you know, when you're 15 and somebody tells you they love you, you're gonna believe you know, when, when you're 14 and 15, what are you thinking about? You know, you're, you're in that weird transition phase. Usually it's like what ninth grade, I think that's about the age when, you know, you're 14, yeah. you know, you're transitioning from middle school to high school and there's so many new things that you're experiencing. And then at 29 or even at, you know, in your thirties, you know, there's other things like you're experiencing. For me, I have a lot of clarity moments that I'm having now that I'm like, you know, I don't need the approval of other people. I don't need to validate my own opinion, you know, and that is a big growth step for me because I am the person who is a people pleaser. And I know you get that as well, because we're both, you know, that type of person where if we if we tell you no, we're at the end of our rope usually. But more so for me, it's like I'm saying no for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, trust me, I really want to do that thing for you. But if I don't put that boundary there, there's no respect. Oh, yeah. That was my very first step of growth for me. And I'm really, really glad that I do that. Mm-hmm. I have questions that I have written down for us to answer. Wow. 
I know. I have questions. I have tips. And then I have um, like our weekly obsessions that I wrote down that we're going to talk about later on. So the first question is, what does growth mean to you? Ooh, interesting. Okay. So what does growth mean to me? Uh, Growth essentially is to me is a very, very slow process. (laughs) Shirt that says hashtag essentially. That's like going to be like a a thing for our podcast. Cause you say essentially. And I'm just like, I actually wrote that down on a piece of paper. Really? I say it that much that it deserves to be a shirt. (laughs) Like we have our first merch idea. Okay. Essentially. Um, uh, so yeah, so, uh, I think that, uh, growth is a very slow process. It's more of like, um, our radiant reflection. Um, it's a reflecting process. Growth is something that you don't necessarily feel or that you necessarily doesn't, you don't even know that it's happening. Um, unless it's a growing pain, unless if it's a massive growing pain. But the thing is, is that you get to a point in life or when you sit there and you grow up and you're like, Oh wait, five years just passed. This is where I was five years ago. This is where I am now. Um, so it's like something that you don't personally see until, you know, much later. Um, so growth personally to me means that it's just, it's just an everyday thing. Everyday thing. We grow little by little. We learn little lessons here and there. And um, that's personally what it means to me. So in other words, for me, what growth means is maturity. Everybody matures at their own rate. That's the word. (laughs) I look at my relationships, like my friendships, you know, the people that I, sorry, I turned my phone down again. Um, I look at all those relationships, the different people that, have come in and out of my life and I look at the different level of maturity between myself and that person mm-hmm. and there's a book um <laughs> of course there's always a bug flying by when I'm trying to do something and I can't not follow it with my eyeballs like I'm it's like a cat saying but you know I I just I look at the different levels of maturity and I'm like okay I'm at this level. If they're down here, I'm like, how can I help them match? How can we match up here? How do we compromise with that maturity? Because you can't beat somebody with a book on how to be mature and expect it just to be like, oh, I'm mature now. It's it's like you can't. If it's the same thing. Easy, with- we would have a much better world now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have to grow. We all have to make mistakes. That's how we grow. You know, that's, you know, do you think that people who have multi-million dollar businesses have those like overnight? Some do. Not necessarily, not necessarily all the time. No, no, no. You know, like when you look at McDonald's, look where they started and look where they are now. Yes. Look at my garden, for instance. We're going there about my garden. Remember I showed oh, you yes, the picture? Yes, literally. Yes. We're both fig- figurati- figuratively and literally talking about growth with four little plants on this little folding table in my backyard and i was like okay i think this is too much for me to handle (laughs) really (laughs) and then i I walked out back and showed william my garden yesterday (laughs) when we were on zoom and he was like 
Oh, my Lanza. I have two, uh, what, what are they, five feet by seven feet tarps on the ground with my plants sitting on them. And I'm just like, I started from the bottom and now I'm here. <laughs> like you couldn't even have no four plants. I was like, whoa. It's and only like, funny because is- now, it's only funny because because of how much plants you have now. And he yeah. was like, I couldn't even handle four. Like, four is too much. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can handle four plants. Because the last time we had a garden, we were in an apartment. And we had this little patio space where we had put shelves up. Yeah. And my husband took care of the garden more back then. Mm-hmm. And we had like eight or 10 plants out on this little patio and a storm came, a hurricane (laughs) and they all drowned because we didn't drill any holes into the pot so it would drain more effectively. Oh, okay. If you, if you do pots, you really have to drain like the bottom so they can like drain out water, at least one hole, (laughs) you know, they didn't, we didn't have any. So they were kind of like the plants were like floating and like, they were like, Oh, that's not good. So there's that. But that just goes to show you, like, you you have to start somewhere. If you don't start today, don't expect to be anywhere tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I just came up with that. There you go. Look at you. Well, now it's recorded. So if you have to go back and listen to it just to write it down, it's there. That's actually some probably this may be like the podcast where we come up with like our best ideas, whether people watch or not is irrelevant, but it's more like we got, this is for us. This isn't for anybody else, but us essentially. Yes. For our, I do say that a lot. (laughs) For us, this is our (laughs) way of seeing how we grow, how we Uh, grow as a podcast, how we grow as a community. Cause that is what we want to form is that community where we can all like like have that connection and right now that's what people need is they need that community with each other yeah like, we all feel so disconnected we're all like in tune with our like our technology and stuff but like how connected are we really if we take all that stuff away um yeah that's the thing for another day <laughs> but like to get more on to get like really back in the topic of like growth and stuff honestly now that it, like it dawned on me that um that essentially that's <laughs> now I hear it. Oh, wow. Okay. So on my YouTube channel for the uh, past 12 years, when I created it, uh, I saw how much I grew from, you know, how I like, where am I at now versus where I was then? And just kind of looking at that stuff. Sometimes growth isn't necessarily a very positive thing. I think ultimately it does become a positive thing. It's just that there's sometimes where you reflect and you look at how you reflected and then you're just kind of like, <sighs> growth can be painful. Growth like wait till I get to painful. the, wait till I get to the quotes section here oh, that I have written. That's going to hurt. So for 12 years of my life, um, I was actually doing that. Uh, remember when I had that, that project, um, it was on Instagram called uh, the 365 days of growth. Yes. So then there was that. And then so what that project was, is I was taking a picture of myself every day, kind of like if I was a plant. Um, I also did videos every day for a year. 
um, there was uh, so like, yeah, and I, and I, so I get to see like how I grew as a person. I got to see how um, just like that, like I lost a lot of weight at one point in time. Then I gained it all back. <laughs> but um, essentially, <laughs> now that's going to bother me so bad that I say that so much. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, so I know a lot about growth and I look back at it and sometimes it's been my biggest torture device because I look back and I'm like, well, this is where I was now. Or this is where I were, was then, and this is where I am now, and I'm not necessarily happy. So sometimes it's good because it's getting yeah. me to motivate. Because there was a point in time where I was in college, and then I stopped going to college because I was too afraid of, you know, I was afraid of um, being in debt, and then not getting a job with the degree that I was going for, because I knew nothing about what I was going to do. I didn't know about what jobs were in there, and still to this day. I don't know, but it's a risk that I have to take if I do not want to work retail anymore. And it is something that I have to grow into. Um, I felt like um, also like what stunted my growth. And this was one thing when my brother passed away, um, I felt like I didn't grow for like 10 years. Like I was just literally just living life exactly the same day by day by day. And then, so it feels like I'm almost like 10 years behind. Like I have a 10 year delay though. I'm in my thirties. I'm still like a 20 something year old, you know, it's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm doing things that a 20 something year old would be doing now, you know, versus, um, you know, like I'm going to college, I'm doing my thing. Uh, so don't let that defeat you because my mom, she went back to school for welding at the age of 54. Mm-hmm. So don't let that discourage you. And now she is out at the shipyard where my husband works and she has like no regrets. You know, I mean, there's a lot of other things going on in life that she's kind of like dealing with, but that's just, you know, just don't give up. You know, if you find something that you feel like you can do, like, for the re- not really the rest of your life, but at least for the next five years, mm-hmm. so you get that experience, so you can move from that to doing something else, because you can always go to school, you can start learning something that, you know, you want to do, and it could be just to get your foot in the door somewhere, yeah. and then you could just, you know, because there are still places that will pay for you to go to school especially if you work in a hospital setting, if you work in a school, if you work in a college, and that's the career path that you, not necessarily career path, but that's where you want to work and where you want to just grow yourself at for a little bit. Cause you, do, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. That's growth is not permanent. It's ever changing. It's painful. It's like you sit down one day and you look back and you're like, I missed that person from five years ago who was so, you know, independent and ready to go do whatever they wanted to do, you know, or, you know, I miss um, that person who was able to withhold, you know, hang on to those friendships and stuff like that. So there's, you know, there's a lot of things that you could miss when you grow and you go through that growth. And there's a lot of pain and a lot of, a lot of different (laughs) strange feelings that (laughs) you never thought you would ever feel in your life. 
And that's like, you know, your taste buds change every 10 years. And that bothers me. I would never have known because I'm a picky <laughs> eater and who knows what I like now, you know? <laughs> um, I turned 29 and all of a sudden I'm like, I like black beans. What? <laughs> I like beans. I never liked black beans. I've never liked beans. I don't like baked beans. I, I don't like, there's certain things I just, I don't like that I refuse to eat. Yeah. There, there are things I like, but I prefer not to eat all the time. But now it's like, if I get a cheeseburger, I used to only get like, <laughs> I would get, um, like, say we would go to McDonald's, I get like um, a McDouble, no pickle, add mayonnaise. Now I'm like, still no pickle, regular amount of mayonnaise, and I'm like, add lettuce and tomato. Like, weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, I really enjoy like all these, like, extra vegetables and stuff like on my sandwiches and stuff now and it is so strange because yeah I like salads and stuff like that but I usually like to eat it separately <laughs> not have it on my food I'm sorry <laughs> I'm a inner, I have this inner health nut that's like you like all these really good things that are good for you and I do eat fairly well like I think the only thing that we're bad about in this house is that I do like to bake and I do like to have some kind of sweet on hand like I just made Hayden my son gluten-free um uh, sugar cookies the other day they're supposed to come out looking like pumpkins and I pulled them on the oven and they were like blob did they taste good though yeah he loves them I put some cinnamon sugar on the top and he thinks they're like the best things in the world they're, there you go he's like are these gluten-free for me I'm like yeah Oh, that's so cool. He's he knows that's what gluten so cool. free is. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah, he knows. Like he knows he's not supposed to have gluten free, and I, I don't let him. Like they do popcorn Wednesdays and they do snow cone Fridays, and I think this week they're doing a combo deal for like two dollars. They can get snow cone and popcorn at school for like two bucks. Mhm, mhm. But uh, I told them no snow cone because last time. They kind of gave him one that had red food dye in it, and I was like pulling my hair out. Oh no! See, he has red uh, food dye. It's just it's hard. Oh no! Hard to handle him. It's like worse than caffeine. Wow! It's worse than. But anyways, let's go on to our next question. <laughs> was that still the first question? So, in what ways would you like to see growth in yourself? Oh. This is a loaded question. <laughs> um, for me, uh, how do I want to see growth in myself? Uh, like, I, I want to see my. Do you, okay. Do you, let me let me put it to, to you this way. Do you want to be more positive? Do you want to instill oh. within yourself ways to be more positive? Like, you know, what are some goals that you want for yourself? Where do you want to see yourself like in the next like six months? Like what things would you like to cha change? Like I, I obviously know we can't strip depression, anxiety out of our brains. You know, it's not, not like in Scientology where they can just kind of like put you in a room and, and like get it out of you. But <laughs> in the next six months, um, where would I like to be? So in the next six months, I would like to at least be starting classes or at least have an idea like I have like like a couple classes like one or two it doesn't have to be like a whole like full-time student vibe going 
I would love a different job, a job that I like like to like that I like to go to. Um, I would also like to be like on the path of like getting healthier, like um, like working out and doing things. And I also would like to be um, like, you know, still doing the podcast, still like making time for myself and focusing on me, too instead of worrying about everything else. But um, obviously anxiety and depression are just huge barriers that we always have to jump over. So we'll see. And, you know, those are all very good. um, Those are, you know, good ways to grow, you know, because for me, you know, I took a year off from high school Mm -hmm. before I went to college. And I'm very thankful I did that because I was so hardcore into everything my senior year and I just wore out really quickly. And um, there, I had to turn my phone all the way down because I was still like hearing myself and still like trying to keep up with everything. But I was so, I was so embedded into school and so busy with school because home life was kind of a struggle for me at that time. Um, that taking that year off and the experiences I went through moving out, having roommates, you know, I learned a lot from that. You know, yeah. I worked full time at Subway. <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> yeah. Those, those were the days. I'm like, Nicole, can you make me a sandwich? <laughs> really, yeah. I was like, you come see me. I'll make you whatever you want in under 60 seconds. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like the days. It, it just, I, I, I just, uh, I I really think it's important. I think hobbies are important too. I'm I've been in that mindset more so I think as a mom because I see how it affects me and the way I am around my my son. Mm. And if I'm not taking care of myself, if I if I'm not you know taking a little bit of time for myself, if I'm not sitting down and saying I'm going to read a chapter of this book or any other book that I have, you know to reset my brain a little bit, you know, to take that time to relax, you know, or whatever it is, you know, and reading's not for everybody. I get that completely. Like we're on our phones reading stuff all day long that if you don't pick up a book and read, there's really no problem because we're still doing it no matter what we're doing. Yeah. But if you don't take the time to reset yourself, you're not going to grow. If you burn yourself out mentally, physically, and emotionally you're just going to be a burnt out hunk of junk i'm just gonna say it that way yeah absolutely and that's one thing i'm going to say like you know school is a great growth step for you but also make sure you establish boundaries i don't recommend going full-time when you first start going back like that because i made that mistake I'm not going full time. I, I the thing is is that I have to take at least one theory class and one remedial class, which most likely I'm going to have to take. Um, so, because uh, I don't, the problem is is with college, and here's like college itself, is that it's as a whole. It's I'm making it probably a bigger deal than what it is, but college is very very complicated. It's a very it's very complicated process, like. For example, you have to apply for FAFSA, then uh, financial aid, then you have to go and pick your classes, find out what that is, find out how you're going to pay for it, whether that be through scholarships, through financial aid, through something, 
And then you have to set up the classes and you go in. It's not like, I just wish that it was as simple as just like, okay, I want this class, this class, this class, this class, this class, whatever. Let me get in it. Here's the paycheck. There you go. It's not that simple. You have to go through a whole bunch of freaking steps. And I'm just like, and that's what discouraged me from college was just that process. Like just to get the classes set up, just to get it on. Like I dread for the semester to end. Like I beg for it to end because I'm glad, but then I don't want it to start again because I'm like, I have to go through stand in the financial aid line again. I have to freaking deal with this. I got to only have to do your financial aid once a year. And then when you go, when you start, like, cause if you start in January, you're going to be in spring, spring semester, technically. Mm-hmm. And it'll, and for, for the classes that I want to take for my actual like singing classes and stuff, according to the professor or the doctor, he said that um that uh that the scholarship for that one in particular won't start until the fall semester. That's the hardest part because when the, they do the same thing with like certain classes you can only take during certain times of the year. Because for me, medical billing and coding was like, oh, you you think you can get this done in like a year because you're like, okay, cool. It's like essentially it's like eight classes so that should be like two semesters right no they drag it out as long as they can to get as many many little ounces of your money (laughs) and they tell you that going full-time is a cheaper price than going part-time yeah they give it to you as like you take like four to six classes and you pay like X amount of money versus like if you take part time, you're going to pay per credit hour, which is crazy. So at least up here, that's how they how they do it here mm. um, and at the community college. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that school. <laughs> um, but some things that, you know, I really want to see for myself, um, like growth within myself is I I want to get the that confidence back that I had when I was um when I was in 10, 11th grade I lost like a bunch of weight I was constantly um physically like active and stuff like that and I just remember you know after summer ended I went back to school and everyone was like who are you like you're so you know different you're so like I was just, I'm 325 pounds and I don't look like it. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there because somebody out there is going to probably appreciate that. I don't know if you do, glad you do. Um, but when I had my son, I weighed 285. And then after losing the, the baby weight, as they call it, I went down to my normal weight of like 230. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then once you stop breastfeeding, Cause when you breastfeed, you need an extra 400 calories a day. That's kind of like how women kind of like bounce back. If they breastfeed, they bounce back faster. Um, and after two weeks I had to stop, you know, like I just, there's no way I could do it. And I bounced back, but it was like my weight doubled or like I got like a hundred, like a hundred pounds more within like the last five years or four years. 
but I have remained the same weight for the last four. So I, I haven't been able to really get back down no matter, no matter what I eat, no matter what I drink, no matter what I, what I do exercise wise, unless I exercised five days a week and I, I don't know, like if I cut out like drinking the, the sodas and stuff like that, like I don't drink a lot of soda anyways, but if I was strictly drinking, you know, water and maybe like coffee with like honey in it, and like I do all the things that I'm supposed to do to balance my blood sugar and stuff. So it's just kind of like I'm I want to be able to also accept myself for who I am. Yeah. That is like the hardest part when you are plus size or overweight is to accept the fact like this is me, you know, and I do get to that point a lot of the time where I'm like, you know, am I being lazy or am I accepting the fact that this is just who I am right now? Yeah. And that, you know there's going to be a time where I can really focus on that because the the habits I have and how I eat isn't necessarily completely unhealthy. And that is the stigma I get every time I go into like a doctor's office and they're like, Oh, you're overweight. I haven't had that in, in like a while, but I've had that happen before. They instantly, like when I, when I took my son in, cause my son's overweight, um, He's 64 pounds at five years old, and he's supposed to be 40 pounds. Really? <laughs> that just doesn't seem... Well, I guess that's right. I don't know. When I was around that age, I think I was 80 pounds or something. So I weighed... I was, like, very heavy for my uh, for my, uh, for my age when I was younger. But the thing is that that's also, like... Um, that's also a part of growth, too. I just think that, like, it, there's so many aspects to growth... That if you that's my next question, what are some examples of growth? <laughs> oh, okay. So we might as well just go into that. Let's go right into it. Yeah. So like some examples of growth, for example, um, my the way that I I realized that I grew, um, is that um, I don't know why. It's just it's so early in the morning, so I'm like my brain's not on yet because I don't drink coffee. So that's an example right there. <laughs> if I drink coffee, maybe I'll be. <laughs> um, uh, Get you some sweetie. But one of the examples of um, of growth is just finding ways to make yourself better. Uh, just kind of looking uh, at, like for me, for example, going to school. I feel like that's a step in the right direction. Um, for me to be in a better place, um, going yeah, out that's and part of the developing your talents and your potential, just anything that increases your maturity, like anything that increases your maturity. Like for example, you got out of a toxic relationship. Uh, that's a form of growth right there. And then you'll start seeing results really quickly because you have to rebuild your life. It's like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's quote, there's, there's growth that you see quickly and there's growth that takes forever that there's like this hidden growth in the background that you just don't realize until you reflect upon it. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> that's what I think is, that's what I personally think. Yeah. <sighs> and, and that's, you know, when it comes to having friends with different maturity levels, it can be very tricky and very hard because you have to learn to have that patience. Yes. Sometimes you have to adapt to, that's another thing. Um, 
like I know that there's certain friends that I have <clears throat> that um I have to I don't know what's wrong with me um <laughs> that I have to uh, there's nothing wrong with you you're perfect stop oh, stop take it. a deep breath you're such a sunflower I love it, I love it. <laughs> mama but no I just think like like how plants are like for example lavender um lavender has that moment where it blooms beautifully and then eventually it's like it fades away and i think that that's also an example of growth too is that there's some moments where you bloom and you have this confidence and everything is great like there's this one year in your life where you are making moves and you're growing and then there's other years where you're just wilted and you don't you're not growing as much. You're still growing because every day I think we're growing. Every day I think we're growing. And I think that people grow at their own rate. There's some people that feed themselves and like people who go to the gym, you know, and they're eating the right stuff and they're working out a certain amount of times a day and they're focusing on certain different body parts throughout the week. And then they see a lot of growth. But there's also other people who go to the gym and they're working their ass off and doing all this stuff, and they get discouraged because they're not seeing the growth as they would like. Like I said, I put all this stuff, but I only lost like two pounds. Are you crazy? And that's like, me. You know, you know, I so, feel that way all the time. And it's hard, and especially for women, I can see that too because, like, women, I seem they seem to have like the hardest time losing weight. That's also because we carry the stress for men. Honestly, we really do. Yeah. That's probably our cortisol levels. Um, if you are like me and you have polycystic ovarian syndrome and you have endometriosis mixed together, it's just one big weird thing of hormones in my body that just doesn't want me to lose weight apparently. And that's also comes down to the FDA, the food and drug administration and what they allow to be a safe and viable food source for this country, which that's a different episode. Oh, that's a different episode. I'm not getting into that right now because it makes me literally so mad. So mad. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm mad about it. So, Oh, we should probably do an episode of like what's make what makes us mad and upset. Ooh, that would be an interesting topic because we were very sad the first episode. This one's more of just like a kind of like a growth episode. And then we have what makes us angry kind of thing what what aggravates you what aggravates you (laughs) i wrote it down Uh, i have a notepad with notes and i have the binder here with like my notes yeah she's a note taker i love that i see i need to get on your level though i need to get on your level well that's like i said women carry the the stress for men so You're not lying. Though. You're a good girl because I'm OCD. Okay. You're not lying though. You're you're absolutely right. I think that definitely that a lot of women. But honestly, though, like we we feed off of each other's strengths and weaknesses. Like it yeah. took me forever to get to the point for me to tell you, let me lead an episode. Yeah. Because for a long time, I was like, I don't want to be on video. I just want to do audio. I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm just like, let's just do it. I'm okay. Let's do this. I need to work through this. And then I was like, at first, I was like, I'm not going to share it on social media because I'm very self-conscious about like what I what I do, you know, and what my family sees that I do and my friends and stuff like that. But, you know, anybody who truly knows me and wants to support me is going to. And I appreciate that. 
you know, and people who don't want to support me that, you know, then we know, you know, <laughs> Yep. and that's a part of growth too. That's a lot of growth right there. Absolutely. I mean, when I, when I started doing unique and legging army and all this stuff and they're like, Oh, you should post photos and videos, you know, with your friends. I'm just like, <laughs> cringe, I mean, cringe, cringe, cringe. Cause I hate my voice. I hate my voice. I hate so much. But you do podcasts. You work with audio. Like, how are you? Well, I, I hate my voice, too, though. I don't like my voice. Whenever you I listen back them, to I don't edit my podcasts. I know. You just I upload and you go. I just, I, I like, I record it. And if it's good, I'm like, I feel okay about it. I post it. Um, and it is what it is. It's about growth, you know? So you just got to start somewhere. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, is that for me? And this is a growth process, too. <laughs> Every time I do the quotes, even though I'm not quoting, I'm just saying that this is an important thing. <laughs> um, You're just showing me your bunny ears. Uh, yeah, double bunny ears. Um, <laughs> so here's what happens. So um, originally, I hated my voice. I was very self-conscious. I was not a fan of anything that I did that was audio. So whenever I started doing video, obviously I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I talked. I didn't like the way I, I didn't like anything about myself. I honestly hated myself. So I've grown. Yes, uh, there's certain things I still need to work on, um, but definitely I grew a lot in that regard. There were videos that I had to learn to edit. That in itself was growth too. Um, I had to figure out how to edit, how to cut, how to do this, how to do this, how to use different programs, how to do this, how to upload it to YouTube, all these things. And then I got to this point where, you know, I wanted to stream. Like the idea of streaming was always on my mind, but I just couldn't figure out how to do it. We don't have the tools then that we have today. And that became a uh, a thing and now it's oversaturated and now the whole world streams and blah 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 so now it's like okay <laughs> so it seems that i'm always a little bit late to the game when it comes to uh you know um the the trends of the world um because i don't care <laughs> i don't care enough but like i need to grow as um like I was growing as a person because I know I was losing weight. I was doing all that stuff. That's what I learned mostly about uh, about the videos every day. In 2010, I did a project where I did a video of myself every single day, which you can see on my YouTube if you want to see it. But basically, I started, I think at the time, I saw myself on a scale. I think I was, if I was not mistaken, like 285 pounds or something like that. Hey, check your Twitch and make sure you're connected because it says the broadcast you were watching has ended. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, no. That's cool. Uh, let me check Twitch real quick. It still says I'm live, but I... I... Okay, there we go. All right. It, it did something weird. I don't know what it was. I, I, I just I, wanted to double check and make sure. I didn't want any more technical difficulties to get in our way today. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I don't need it to get in my way at all, girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but um, but basically, so what I learned about that one year, seeing physically seeing your growth actually is a huge motivator. Uh, when you are not seeing yourself grow, um, it you know, it still happens, but you're not 
physically seeing it. So you feel like nothing is happening. For me, what I learned was that I felt more motivated to lose weight because I was checking um, the I was I was checking on myself daily. It was something that I had to do. So to get into the everyday cycle, you have to make it a hobby. It's not an easy project to do. I can tell you for a fact, it is not an easy project to do. To do a video of yourself every day when you hate yourself, when you don't like the way you look or whatever. But one of the benefits I do is that watching those videos now, I'm happy that I did them. So this is why sometimes I don't do things that I don't want to do because I don't want to be in that situation. I'm like, what if, what if, what if, like, what if I didn't, what if I just did it? So I just kind of just say, let me do it. And then I look back like um, recently uh, I did a concert, um, a virtual concert uh, with uh, with my uh, course members. And um, so originally I wasn't supposed to be doing this. So I didn't want to be a part of it at this point. Like mentally, I just wasn't there. I just wasn't happy with I wasn't happy with my life at the point. You know, 2020 came in. I just wasn't a fan of being around people because of my job and retail and just everything. And then I'm just in this struggle bubble that I have no idea what to do with my life. I just felt so isolated because uh, the last thing I did before quarantine, the last thing I did before quarantine was um, I went to college to ask for questions. And then the next day, they closed everything down. And I was discouraged from that college trip that I went to because the guy made it seem like it was impossible. Like, he made it so, like, he was so disconnected that I just felt like, I I don't belong here. Like, this is going to be too much. This is going to take too much. But the thing is, is that you got to do it anyway. And that's one of the things I learned. Like, I'm doing things even if I don't feel like doing them and I'm torturing myself essentially for it, did it again. Um, <laughs> uh, if I'm tortur- <laughs> if I'm torturing myself to the point where I'm just un- like going to work every day, that's me torturing myself. To be honest, like I'm, it's torture for me going to work, but I have to do it. I have to pay the bills. I have to do it. I have to do certain things that I don't want to do. But at the end of the day, I'll be glad that I did it. You know, I'm like, okay, I did it. I wasn't feeling it at the time, but looking at back, looking back at it retrospectively, it was a great move, and it made me grow and things like that. <sighs> but yeah, I grew. I, I would say I grew a lot. I'm definitely there with you. There's a lot of things you know we don't want to do. like i learned how to drive that was another thing too like there was a long period of time i didn't know how to drive and then i was relying on waiting for other people to be willing to teach me Mm -hmm. you cannot rely on other people absolutely cannot rely on other people that's like the hardest thing in the world is like i'm realizing i'm looking back i'm like i really don't trust anybody like i really don't trust anybody to be punctual like me oh no is that I mean, you're the only person I know besides a couple more. I feel like when it's like we try to get out of the house to do anything, I'm like this big ring leader. 
You have to carry the burden of three. I'm men. ready. Hayden's ready. You know, everybody's ready. And my husband's like, you know, still trying to get dressed. And then I'm the last person usually where like, there's one or two things I need to grab. And he's like, I thought you said you were ready. I'm going to smack you. You got to stop. <laughs> and I just realized something. You are actually working with three different generations of men. And that's got to be so stressful to your psyche. I can't even like, I don't know how you do it. It's just me, me and Coco are the only women in the house. <laughs> if you want to follow our, my dog, her name is Coco Puff the Mutt on Instagram. <laughs> I plugged my dog on our podcast. That's how I make you feel. Oh, talk about growth. That dog had nine puppies. I thought I was going to lose my mind. And I oh, I kept saying, we got to rehome her. We can't keep her. And then that little dog looked at me and I was like, fine, you can stay. <laughs> she gave you that look. And now she's, you know, ever since having to put our other dog down, you know, that was, that was another step of growth. That was a big, like, step of, like, you know, like, I, I was like, Normal me would have been like, no, we need to, you know, have her have surgery or, you know, she'll be okay. And then, you know, the, it would be so selfish if we would have tried to have her go through that surgery and all that stuff. We decided to put her down because she was just getting worse so fast that, you know, Mm -hmm. there was no way, like there was no guarantee that they would be able to save her. So that's the other that's the painful side of growth is yeah. when you realize it's not about you. It's about that other life. Yeah. And so. it's like, it's, there's different layers of, of growth in terms of um, like there's the personal development growth, the mental growth, the uh, mature, like being mature, like you can go through something like, um, like here, here's, here's an example of growth in uh that re- that requires something negative for it to make a positive that makes sense like look at the year 2020 for example this year i would say is definitely a growth year but a growing pain year you know we have an election we have you know like we are seeing things that we've been essentially just ignoring uh for the majority of our lives we live in bliss or and and whatnot, and sometimes we're being forced in it in the face, and no matter how much you want to run away, one of the things that I hope that if we ever get back to a state of normal, like being normal again, where we're able to just go outside and I won't be agitated if somebody's not wearing a mask, because that 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 has been instilled in my mind, and it bothers me to my core. <clears throat> that I'm easily getting irritated over things that never irritated me before. Like it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. But at the same time, I'm so bothered because I'm just like, it shows it shouldn't, it shouldn't. Cause I understand that people just want to go and they just want to live their life. And I, and, and, and they can't right now. Like some States just physically don't let you do what you want to do. Like stores aren't open you can't go to meetings anymore. You can't do things and you don't want to sit at home on the computer and talk. And what bothers me the most is that quarantine life is great for me 
<laughs> like I love I, I the idea of that. Nothing I used to already. So. I mean, it's this is nothing new to me. But the thing is, is that what's new to me is that I'm forced to be out when everybody's supposed to be in, and that bothers me to my core. Makes me so upset because I would just love to be at home. I would love to just be like, okay, you know, cool. I, you know, I, you know, my job. I don't have one right now, and it's dumb for me to say that. It's dumb for me to say that. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And the thing is, is that like, I don't like what I'm becoming is what it's like. I'm finding more reasons to not like people when it should be the opposite. But the thing is, is that like people make it very difficult and I'm not even watching the news. I'm not watching the news. Not watching media, I'm not doing any of that stuff. You go based off what you're experiencing, and what you're experiencing at work is is not normal customer service rage. It's like people losing their mind, don't know if somebody's going to come in the store and do something really dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like yes, there's so many things that this country right now needs to grow. Mm-hmm. grow upon themselves and it's just we need to all have one big big bowl of compassion right now and we all just need to wish everyone well I think the negativity in this country is fueling this virus I really do I agree I think think that you know People having negative mindsets, I think, triggers, you know, anxiety, triggers depression, triggers us to feel horrible physically. Yes. Yes. You know, and that's not me saying that they are the problem. They are not the problem. They just don't know a solution. And that's that's the horrible thing. Like we had a lady come into the store yesterday and she came in with no mask. Um, and we have a sign that says that you're not allowed to enter the facility without a mask. And because our state mandates masks, um, certain states our, don't. Our mandate just expired. But I think that she was originally from Texas because in Texas, you know, they're living life like it's normal you mm-hmm. know, and whatnot. And at this point, this lady... Come, this lady comes into the store, and all she was going to do was buy a candy bar. And at that point, I wouldn't have made it a big deal if it was me that was dealing with it. But um, my manager goes, and he's telling her to put on a mask. She calmly takes out a card and shows him the card and says, well, you're not allowed to ask me to wear a mask or whatever on, like, whatever. And he goes, and he explains to her, I said, look, we have different ways that you can shop at our store that if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask, but our store requires you to wear a mask when you come into the store. You can shop online. You can call. We can do curbside uh, pickup. We can do all these things for you. Um, And that's what he was doing. And so in this situation, it's like I understand the frustration on both sides of the party here. Like I'm just here to get a candy bar, and I just want to get one real quick, and I just want to leave. Simple, done. I get her perspective on that aspect. 
But also on my manager's perspective, I understand his perspective too because of the fact that like, you know, come on. If you're going to be coming into the store for like literally less than five minutes, just wear a damn mask. It's not that, it's not that, it's not like we're asking you to like, we're not asking you, we're not like holding you down and forcing you against your will to get something, but you're now making a big deal out of, out of a simple request. You're making a bigger deal than what it has to be. So she calmly gets out, she drops a candy bar and she leaves the store. My manager goes out to get, like, I guess some carts or whatever, and he took off his mask for, like, a second, um, I guess, to, like, scratch his nose or something. And then the lady happened to see this, comes up, and then she yells at him and says, um, she says, oh, I'm going to get my lawyer, I'm going to sue you, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're not supposed to tell me when I can wear my mask and all this stuff. And it took every ounce of himself to not yell at this lady. Because at this point, I am so sick of people like that. And that's the people that I got to deal with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And I understand, like I'm sitting here and I'm saying, I understand, I understand that there's fear, that there's people that they have no idea what's happening. We have no idea what's happening. We live in a world where we have different information. People are watching different news sources and therefore everybody's view is misconstrued and nobody's on sync. Everybody's desynced and this sucks. And so when you're sitting here and, you know, like to some people, this coronavirus is no big deal. To other people, coronavirus is a huge deal. And then there's people in the middle that they just, they don't know what it is. To me, I don't want anybody I love to die because I went to work and somebody chose not to wear a mask and then I get sick and I got, or I got asymptomatic or whatever. And then I pass it on to somebody else. And then I find out I have it. And then I have to think about like, Oh my God, how many people have I been around? And then I have to Mm -hmm. think about it. And then I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God. If this person dies, it's essentially my fault. And even though it's not my fault, but like, you know, you're, it's going to feel like I was the one that killed this person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, you don't want that guilt. You yeah. know, that's just the, that's just the backtrack, you know, when it comes to growth is when you start feeling that guilt and see, my thing is, is certain people who come into your store, like for instance, um, my dad had congestive heart failure. So He's not supposed to wear a mask because he will have lack of oxygen to his heart and lungs and won't have the proper blood flow and he'll start coughing. Mm -hmm. So either my dad is going to come in with his mask like this, or he's going to have it like under his chin so he can breathe. So that way he's not coughing and still having the potential to spread something, you know? Um, So just in case someone ever comes in and they do that, that's, they might have some kind of, you know, oh, I don't, and, you know, when people come in, you know, when people come in, I know when you don't, I know when, when people come in, you don't do that. You know, I don't I'm do just that. saying in general, I know your manager, your manager is doing what they're told, yes. you know, because corporate is corporate. It's a pyramid scheme, you know, always. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, there, there are certain, like, I'm very like situational person. I, I have asthma, you know, and I, Hayden will start coughing because I think he has asthma too. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to, you know, take a breather. I have to take this off. And like, I literally start getting dizzy 
if I don't take the mask and put it under my nose and I'm in a store where there's like um, a lot going on, I start getting dizzy from my vertigo. And I never experienced anything like that until I started wearing a mask for longer periods than 10, 15 minutes. Because when I go to the store, I'm not in, in and out of the store. I'm in the store for an hour to two hours, depending. Mm-hmm. But I have a five-year-old usually with me. So that's the hardest part is like, you know, yeah, you go to the store for the essentials. But if you have a bigger family, what are your essentials? Your essentials are like six things of milk and, you know, because I buy Fairlife milk. So we buy like six things of milk and, you know, we, we have so many people in this house right now and whatnot that, you know, it's not that we're hoarding things, you know, it's we're trying to make sure we have enough just to make it until we can find that thing again at this point. Because we were at Walmart this morning and they were almost quite clean of all the soda. Like almost all of it was gone. Um, they had plenty of milk, but because it's, you know, hurricanes coming and stuff like that, people are more, more going for the per- the non-perishables right now. Yes. But also we've had, we have like a stockpile of, of non-perishable foods and stuff already. So I just wanted to have beverages and stuff on hand because you know, if my husband still has to work, I still have to make sure I have stuff for him to take to work to drink. I still have to make sure, you know, he has what he needs because I'm not sure if this time they're going to close his work down or not because they didn't close down this entire time of COVID um, because they are considered um, uh, a risk for our national security if they close down. Mm-hmm as deemed by the president or the president of the whoever is over the the military shenanigans <laughs> well it would be essentially the president because the president's commander in chief so well there, there's somebody who is like underneath him but is above like like the the mil- like the entire military like the corporate part general under the government i can't remember um uh, Secretary of Defense. Yes, Secretary of Defense. That's right. Yes. I knew it would come to me if I just kept jib jabbering. <laughs> I knew it. But yeah. It's the... Anyway, we're so like we're kind of like veered from topic. Let's just I know. jump back and do it. You it know, doesn't, it doesn't matter so, at this point. <laughs> some tips for growth that I'm going to go over, and we can talk about. Um, one thing that I, I've always been is goal oriented. So I wrote, set a goal for what you want to achieve within yourself. So it's not necessarily like a physical thing you want to achieve. It's like a mental, emotional, like it could be fi- like, well, not really physical, like exercise physical, but it's like a feeling physical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you set a goal, you're like, okay. It's setting your mind I up for it. I want to work through my abandonment issues. This is a real thing. Like, I've been working through abandonment issues since I was, I don't even know. But that's one thing where you you really have to say, I'm going to do this, and you execute it, and that's where you see the growth. Unless you talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about doing something and you don't follow through, you're not going to see the results that you're looking for. Make sure that goal is truly achievable for yourself. 
people will go on a limb and say, in the next six months, I'm going to lose 200 pounds. That is not an achievable goal for yourself if you look at your lifestyle and you're not already establishing good habits. So you need to see where you need to start. Maybe you make a goal, you make it for a long-term goal, and then you look at your habits, find ways you can adapt your habits to be healthier, and little by little make those changes. Like me, boundaries, saying no, that was my first step. Mm-hmm. You know, my second step was asking for what I truly wanted from people. Instead of being flexible and saying, oh, no, it's fine, whatever you want. That doesn't get you anywhere. Hell no. It gets you not a damn thing nowhere. Nope. 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 So commit to taking the time for yourself. Yes. So if, if I like reading, like I'm like, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read, you know, that's the other, (laughs) the other tip. I just started getting into it. It says read books that encourage personal development or help you overcome obstacles in your life. Um, any kind of struggles you have, body shaming, anxiety, depression, mom guilt, mom shaming, um, technology, like there's a book called Unplugged that I really want to read, where, you know, it's like if you struggle, like where you feel like you have to have a presence, like in front of everybody, you know, on social media and everything, you know, that's something that you definitely, you know, should look, you know, look into is like ways that you can kind of decompress and do something for yourself. Um there's something you want to learn how to do, you know, of course there's, you know, YouTube videos, you know, and stuff like that for personal development. If you're not a reader, don't always reach for the reading material, reach for the podcast, reach for the video, reach for um, the documentary, the, you know, find a support group on Facebook where you can talk to somebody, you know, I consider all those things a form of growth and reaching out to better yourself. Um, when I was doing my blog, like I was telling you, I was like, I feel so stuck. I feel like I don't have an audience. And then I went on Facebook and I found support groups where I could talk to people and I grew and grew and grew as much as I could. And until like I got inconsistent with my blog and started getting into, you know, a busyness of everyday life. And even now I'm still not really doing much with my blog, but that's going to change soon. Um, need to keep up what makes me happy so that my son sees that sees what hard work and growth looks like that's something I told you yesterday I was like I need to do this for myself because I have to be a role model yeah you have to have a why why are you doing these things you know what is keeping you going you know that's why why you're doing that thing that's why you're gonna grow that's you know gonna you know you're gonna look back you're like man I set such a great example for other people who might be struggling with anxiety, depression, mood disorders, bipolar, um, which actually borderline, it would be borderline because bipolar is a mood disorder. Anyways, (laughs) my, my, my brain's like everywhere. So it's just like how it happens. Um, You know, and last episode, you know, we got a little low. So we wanted to, this next one to be a little bit higher than our, than, you know, and as uplifting as possible. We do have our moments where we do tend to veer off track, but we bounce back pretty quickly. I try. Um, 
last thing I wrote underneath the tips and stuff was growth for many can be scary because it leads to change. Um, one thing that I used to be told constantly and I quoted myself was my friends say I've changed, but that's what growth looks like. Ooh, that's deep. Wow. So there was something else I wrote. Yeah, there's the quotes. Okay, here we go. Here's some mindset strategies, statements to remind yourself of. I have not failed, just started. These are really important things that you need to remember. Focus on progress, not end goals. Because if you're constantly, like you're always going to, you're always going to see the big picture. I'm not saying don't see the big picture, but always focus more on your progress and the baby steps to get there. Yeah. But I think also just to, just to, just to um, add on to that uh, point, well not add on, but just to kind of like put a, like a question towards it because earlier you, you said that you like figure out what you're doing it for, you know, and, 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 Mm -hmm. and then, so it's, it's, it's like, if what you're doing it for is your end goal, (laughs) um, then it's just like, okay, like I have to focus. See, this is, this is my struggle with it is because. Here's what it is. Your growth is for yourself, mm-hmm. not for anybody else. Okay. Your growth is for yourself, not anybody else. You need to remember that because the next one says, I am a better version of myself today. That's progress. Not the end goal of I am free of anxiety. I am free of depression. <laughs> that is that is not like the the you know better version of myself than I was yesterday. Like right now, I'm like I'm I'm leading, taking taking charge. Where normally I'm sitting, I can just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, and mm-hmm. you know that's what I would normally do on a podcast, and I'm just trying to be a better version of myself, you know, and I'm just doing what I can. Mm. Um, another thing is I learn by trying new things, new things, you know, equal that growth. Okay. My phone keeps going off. Uh-oh. I was like, it always happens when you're doing something. <laughs> oh, I love how I talked about patience and I completely forgot. I wrote this success equals patience. Because you're on, you know, you're on a journey, you know, so that journey takes time, takes patience, takes a lot of gumption to, you know, get through everyday life as it is, you know, so we really also need to remember, this is the last one, it says, um, self-doubt is a dream killer. Yeah. These, um, I'm, this is where I'm going to give credit. It's from kidsandclicks.com. And I found all these on Pinterest when I was on there last night, um, doing my notes and stuff. Um, so now we can jump into the quotes. So it's like, when you focus on the good, the good gets better. And it's funny because I kind of say, you know, um, Good, better, best, never stop to rest before the good is better and the better best. It feels like I just said like some kind of peanut butter commercial thing. I don't know, but it spreads best, you know, or something like that. But like the thing is, is that for this one, for this quote, I love this quote, but 
the issue that I have with it is that like for me, realistically, because I understand that that is so true. The more positive you are towards something, even if you're faking it till you make it, whatever situation, the more good outcome you see. Because I've tried this in multiple experiment, multiple experiments, and you would think that even, even when you were doing the five, four, three, two, one for your anxiety, yeah, yeah. you really notice stuff like that, and it's really hard though. To, it was so to, hard. To, so hard. Like that's you know. You can focus on the good and like, I'm afraid to be happy sometimes. Yes. It's like a diet for your mind. If you think about it, like mm-hmm. when you put your body through a certain diet, it sucks. Like it really sucks. But then you put your mind through the same thing and it sucks. Like at first it's great. You feel invigorated. You feel wonderful. You feel good. But then eventually, you know, like you constantly get hit with bombarded with negativity that your brain just has like you're trying your best, but it's like you're getting punched, 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 and then you get knocked down, and then you just don't want to get mm-hmm. up anymore. I and get knocked down. Yeah, I don't know, but we're we're jamming. Oh man, <laughs> are you ready for the next one? Yes, I'm ready for the next one. Ugh, this is the hardest part of growth and making sure that you're really really dealing with the the down and dirty things that are in your mind (laughs) when you are willing to feel it you can heal it (laughs) (laughs) my brain went somewhere else with that wow but then it fixed it and then it came back so if I'm willing to feel it I'm willing to heal it (laughs) I shouldn't have prepared you for this. I'm sorry. We probably should do like test episodes before we actually start, like actually like pretending we're doing like a full-fledged episode and then (laughs) we get like the notes of that and then just do the official one. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Anyways, yes. It's true because when you go to therapy, when you were seeing Mm -hmm. a certain someone, um, Mm -hmm. They really make you get into your feelings. And that's when you you leave and you feel completely defeated. But the next day you wake up and you're like, damn, that was good for me. You know, and then you go back about your life and then your anxiety and depression kicks in. And then you stop dealing with the, the feelings that you're feeling as much. And you're just you're in the feelings. You're not dealing with them. You're just in them. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. Uh, it's just a thing with therapy and I have to say this cause I have to, um, I was seeing a therapist for two and a half years, uh, in November would have been three. So a little bit more than two and a half years and, um, two and three quarters. Thank you. Platform <laughs> nine and three quarters, three quarters. But, um, no, the thing is, is that I feel like therapy works for certain people, but it it's also depends on, everyone. it's not for everyone. And it also needs to work for, um, and you also need to have a person that you really vibe with. Um, that's the trick. That's the, that's the, but it's like equivalent to finding like your soulmate too, you know, kind of thing. But also 
just because you go and see a therapist doesn't mean you have to go see them forever. That's true too. Because I went for after losing my friend to suicide because I was not in a good headspace and it was affecting my relationships. It was affecting um, my functioning in everyday life. And I just, I had to go talk to somebody about everything because I was in a really dark mental space and I didn't feel like the people who were around me every day deserved to carry the burden of always having to talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. So having that third person to just kind of dump it all on, you know, really helped. And I went to eight sessions over four months and that, that helped me drastically. It opened my mind to a lot of things that I had been harboring and holding on to because there were more things than just that, that had been going on for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just, I was, I'm really thankful. And if you ever get to that place where you do need to go talk to somebody, try going through your work and see if they have an employee assistance program because they probably have like something you can go through. I already checked. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. You need to be I'm a full-time not. worker to have access to those things. And I'm a considered a part-time worker. So because of that, mm-hmm. you don't get access to any of that stuff. They want to know that you're committed and just not a person that can willing, willy nilly walk out of the job kind of situation before they even help you. And this is the issue, but growth people, that's all I can say is that I hope that the biggest hope that I have is that I hope that people get into the mindset that they realize that life is precious and that instantly it can change in an instant and you don't know it so no matter how bad your life is today or no matter how good your life is today it can change and be the exact opposite of what it is and the thing is is that we need to be grateful for what we have we need to be grateful for the people that we have in our life and we need to not take things for granted um that's one of the things that that that's I guess my thought of the day. (laughs) This next quote um, has a lot to do, I feel, with like me going to therapy. Like, I feel like I really connect with this one. But it says, if you want to fly, give up everything that weighs you down. And for me, I take like people take quotes so differently than how I take them. It's like uh, some people would think, oh, that's talking about giving up people that weigh you down. That's giving up habits that weigh you down. That's, you know, giving up, you know, things mentally. For me, it's meant more of the mental, like going to therapy and just like hashing out things with myself and having somebody else there to help me hash things out. And, you know, my son went with me when I went to therapy and he was too young at the time to truly understand what I was going through, what was going on. But I was kind of thankful that he was there because it reminded me that that was the reason why I was going. Yeah. Well, so I could be physically there and mentally there for them, you know, because I wasn't, you know, I was angry. And I've never been angry in my life. Yeah. And I known you for, for a angry, while. abandoned, um, guilty, you know, all those things. I need to make a podcast about that, don't I? 
Yes, you do. <laughs> Guilty, abandoned. I think that it would really, really um, open a lot of eyes because the thing is, is that one of the th- one of the biggest things that we, one of the biggest lies that our minds tell us, is that we're alone in what we do, and we're not. Everybody's feeling some sort of abandonment. Everybody's feeling some sort of anxiety. Everybody's feeling some sort of depression or whatever. It's just that we don't talk about it because we feel that if we do, it makes us weak um, or people label us as crazy. And you said the quote last week, actually. Uh, You said that, uh, that, uh, um, I'm paraphrasing it, but um, that, when you when you are a person that like shares your depression or your anxiety or whatever that people will label you as crazy or mentally unstable or whatever but it's not that it's that when you feel happy you feel intensely happy or you feel these emotions intensely and when you're mm-hmm. sad you feel it intensely so that's just what it is it's just you're an intense person not a crazy person and I always feel like I'm that intense person, but I'm a closeted intense person yeah. because I, I let it fester and build and I don't say anything when something bothers me. Same. And then it takes a year or two sometimes. And then you blow up. <laughs> like, Look here, you SOB, this is what you're doing to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way because the thing is, is that like in in my mind, and, and this is just in my mind, I give people way more the benefit of the doubt than I should ever do. No, I need to assume that people are so stupid that they don't get it. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this person... You have to dumb it down for people. You, you have, really do. Yeah, you got to dumb it down. Because the thing is that there's some people that I tell them, like, look, I got... Um, I don't get it. Like, I got a... Uh, like, I have an issue. Like, they're talking, they're talking down to me. So, I kind of just, like, you know, just kind of respond in a different way or whatnot. But they keep treating me the same different way. So, I'm like... This person does not blatantly see something that's obvious that what they're doing is causing a negative shift when there wasn't one before. And now there is. And instead of doing something about it, you're continuously doing the same stupid mistake over and over again. And in my mind, I'm saying, okay, well, um, I'm not going to say anything because this person should just automatically know what to do. This person should automatically know what to do. They should automatically know how to change because I know what I'm doing wrong. I know what I'm saying is wrong or whatever. And I immediately apologize if I do something wrong. But yeah. I can't expect other people to do that. Other people are not going to apologize to me right away. There's people that have pride. Pride. Um, or honor or whatever the word you want to call it. For no reason. For no freaking reason. I was that person. Like, I was just so, like, I would, didn't, I don't need help from anybody. I can handle it all myself. No, we need each other for a reason. Yes. Okay. Like, this, this is the post I created and I shared on my Instagram. I was going to tag you in it because I was like so relatable for both of us. 
but it's like rough day post. When you tell someone you're having a rough mental day, them out loud, it will all be okay in your mind. Of course, shit will be okay, but we want more than just fucking okay. We want more out of life and we can barely handle the lives we all have. Girl, that is so relatable. Very. You know, there's that, you know, it just, there's, there's more than just, you know, patting someone on the back and being like, you're, you're going to be okay. I don't want to be babied. I want to get deep about it. Yeah. The thing is, is that I just want to attack it as much as I can. And the thing is, is that I'm getting a little bit better with my communication skills. However, I'm not fully there. Um, like I tell people that like, look, that bothers me. Like Gaga said it best. Like, have you ever seen that video where Lady Gaga was like talking and I guess she had like the Dalai Lama next to her or something. And she mentioned like about her depression. No, 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 no. She was talking about this. She said, I started to say no to things. Like, I'm not doing that photo shoot. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to that event. I'm not going to that. And my happiness worked based off of that. And then when I saw that, like, it motivated me. But then also what bothered me the most was on a recent interview that Gaga had when she became artist of the year. You know, she, Chromatica was a widely successful album. And then she goes and she sits there and she said that this would have never happened. This would have never happened because it took my producer to force me to get up, force me into the studio and force me to sing. And I would get happy for just like a split second. And, and she then, was also talking about how after her last tour, that she was like binge drinking and stuff like that. And she just, she, she would cry and she's like in so much pain. And she, she really is like the true MVP of like what, me, you know, mental health. And she, I think she has like fibromyalgia. Yeah, my grandma has where, that too. So yeah, fibromyalgia. It's like very painful. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it looks like she, like, in the documentary I watched of her, it looks like she has, like, like a panic attack where her whole body, like, tenses up when she has a flare-up, and it's bad. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you just have to give her so much respect for going out there and performing, and then afterwards she has to, like, ice her whole body, and, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, you um, see, especially all the dance moves and stuff that she does, like. Mm-hmm. And I think this quote kind of goes along with what we're talking about. It's like, stop shrinking yourself to fit places you've outgrown. Yes. Yes. You know, that, you know, goes with the boundaries to say no and all that good stuff. Um, also, like this picture says, you know, you plant seeds every single day in the world and in others with every thought you think and word you speak and action you take. You have influence. You're making a dent in the universe and you matter in in a very real way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know, almost as special, but I was like, I'm glad I read that as real because special has too many different types of connotations to it because special can be like, you know, Oh, you're special as in like, you know, mentally special, or it can mean like you're a star special, you know, and that's, I don't like that phrase. I have a list of phrases that I don't like that I write down because I don't like when people say, 
you know, especially like couples, like, oh, my husband lets me do this or, you know, um, um, I have to do this for them or whatever. You know, I don't like those types of comments and things because that kind of makes me look at your relationship as very one-sided. Because it is. You know? It is because but that's how that's, it was. That's something for another day. That's another topic. <laughs> but uh, I guess we should start like like wrapping up because um, we're like an hour and 36 minutes into it. But um, but yeah. Oh, one like, more thing. Yeah. I think that, you know, you were saying like you felt like you spent – a lot of money on things, you know, and you really regretted it. But the way I looked at it was you spent you spent money on what was going to help you grow as a person. This podcast, yes, you spent money on things for this podcast and other podcasts and other projects. But go back to 2007 and look at where you are now. <laughs> There is a massive amount of growth in 10 years for yes. you and for me. Yes. You know, like I have invested money in books, reading books, you know, and computers and stuff so I could do what I need to do for school. And, you know, investing in yourself is important, whether yes. it's financially investing, like going back to school, you know, and putting that money there. Or if it's going to see a counselor and getting the mental health you need, you know, money makes the world go round. We know this, you know, unfortunately, that's just, you know, a fact of life. You know, it just when it comes to relationships, it shouldn't matter as much, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, about, you know, oh, well, I make all the money so I get to make the choices. You know, we don't want one sided relationships. We need to talk about that, too. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about one sided relationships at one point because I have a lot to say on that subject. And uh, that's going to be very interesting. So this this podcast has been amazing. Oh, yes. I, I really appreciate you letting me take the lead. Oh, it's fine. Because I feel like I feel like it's it's kind of a nice balancing act between the two of us. And it takes a little bit of pressure off of your shoulders because you William does all the wonderful tech related things, you know, and I handle um, the social media. Aspect of it. I'm, I'm very <laughs> OCD on like, you know. You give me a topic and what you want to talk about and I will find the definition and then I will go down a rabbit hole and we'll be here for like ever because I will have yeah. questions and quotes and she comes you know. prepared like she is a college student like I need to inspire to be her is what I need to do. So I have a, a book recommendation when you talk about our obsessions. So okay. my obsessions are books as we know you know I read I'm reading girls stop apologizing still right now. But one book that I worked on that I that was actually like a journal book was a start where you are. And it's by Mira Lee Patel. It's a journal for self-exploration. So it's like list five things that always and immediately bring a smile to your face. And, you know, you write those down and then you go on to the next ones, like 10 big dreams that haven't come true. And then three thoughts that made you smile today. You know, um, if you could own only what only four possessions for the rest of your life, what 
what would they be and you draw them. I put pens, paper, phone, and computer. Those were the four like possessions, but I now that I look back on it, it would probably be like I would like to have cooking things now and gardening things. <laughs> that shows but growth that right shows there. you that's growth for you because yeah. this is um January first of twenty seventeen I started doing this was like a New Year's resolution thing that I did. Um and then this one has like, you know, it's a what do you worship most versus what would you rather worship? Um, and I put things I worship most were like love, friendship, music, family, skills, strength, comfort, home, meals, honesty was the big one. And then the, you know, what would you rather worship? And I said, you know, Success, travel, nature, confidence, appearance, company, desire, talent, and books. Mm. So I got the book, <laughs> you know, like in there. So it shows you your growth. Like this is like two years, you know, it's full of questions. And maybe we can do like a podcast where we do like the the start where you are stuff on there eventually. But I highly recommend that you look it up on Amazon uh, eventually I will get some affiliate links for us to put into stuff, um, like things we recommend, um, you know, like you play video games. So something you could do for, you know, you could do Amazon affiliate links for the video games so people can know exactly which one you're playing. If they're interested in playing it, you could always add that into your you just have to show comments and stuff. Like when I start moderating for you, I can do stuff like that too. Yeah. So, and with affiliate links, you do. Um, we would earn a little bit of commission off of, so I have to make that disclaimer, but it would only be so it's easier for people to find it. And for me, it's not about making money. It's about helping other people who want to better themselves. So my goal for this, this month of October is to finish this book. One of my obsessions is to finish this book. Girl, stop apologizing. Sorry, I had to and I'm going to get her other book that just came out called Didn't See That Coming. And it's about her divorce. It's about the pandemic. It's about balancing everyday life with four kids and having, she has one daughter who she adopted and stuff like that. So I think it would be a really good read for me. Um, but what have been your obsessions? Like anything music related? anything in general um so one of the, uh i've been very obsessed with the song and it's a it's an older song and it was just on my playlist randomly and uh, i listened to it and then it got stuck like there's two songs actually that i'm obsessed with one is help me by nick carter seriously underrated song because in the lyrics he goes um he says help me figure out the difference between right and wrong weak and strong day and night and where I belong. And he says, help me uh, make the right decisions, know which ways to turn lessons to learn and just what my purpose is here. And uh, it's such a good song because he has like such this really cool flow to it. But like lyrically, it is so underrated because you would just think it's a typical pop song. Uh, it came out, I think around 2003, which is when he decided to go solo from the Backstreet Boys and it was it was a well received song, but it wasn't a breakthrough song that like propelled him forward. Aaron Carter or Nick Carter? Nick Carter. Okay. So yeah, it was Nick Carter, and uh, it was called "Help Me," 
uh, by Nick Carter. And in another song um, that I was obsessed with was, uh, his name is Michael McDonald, and it's I Can Let Go Now. And um, it's basically a person, the song is interpreted as a person who is, um, was in a relationship with somebody that they loved, but I guess they broke up with them, but he's still clinging on to that relationship. And the song is that he can let go now, kind of a thing. So, yeah. but the thing is, is that it's a very, I, I, I interpret songs different ways than the artist meant to like interpret mm-hmm. it. So, so I, I have a tendency to just make it. lines a lot. And, um, it, it, it's it's yeah yeah that song is such a beautiful song um he says when he says he says a lyric on there he says when the memories cling and keep you there till you no longer care um where love is no longer found where i'm no longer bound and i can let go now and it's such a very powerful song. Oh my god, just thinking about it makes me cry. And then uh, uh, the last obsession is the PlayStation Five. <laughs> so, for every episode when we do a topic, uh, I had did a acrostic poem for growth, and I have another quote that I came up with. Oh, look at her! She came so, up with her quotes. I did growing, radiating overwhelming worth like self-worth uh-huh. time and honesty look at you and then i wrote growth means holding one's own self accountable by setting forth the ultimate goal of being and doing better for our own selves exactly i i like i i have like really simple quotes that i come up with and then i go through and i make them sound really like <laughs> so she makes it sound fancy. The <laughs> idea I had for a topic also was like um, survival of the fittest mm-hmm. type of podcast, um, and I have an acrostic poem for that, and I have a song that goes with it. So that's something we can always talk about too. Um, also, if something won't matter in five years, don't matter wasting five minutes stressing about it. Ain't that the truth? And that was my that's a big step of growth, and that's one that I I will constantly come back to every time because I literally hate seeing posts online where people are like, you know, well, if this happened, I would do that. And I'm like, well, does that thing really seem like it's going to matter to you in five years? Why are you wasting five minutes on it? Yeah, like people who think that they're going to win the lottery. I'm just. <laughs> this is a random thing okay i'm just throwing that out there no 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 because i'm talking about i'm talking about myself because i'm thinking like oh i'm gonna win the lottery what am i gonna do if i ever had that much money no i'm like i'm never gonna win the lottery so no I don't know. That yeah. was really random for me to say. Like, why did I say? Like, literally, that came off the top of my head. I don't even know why I said it. It's okay. It's it's just because it's something you are. It's it's an end goal for you, probably. It's like one of those yeah. things to I have money and to be successful, and it's like that one thing that could be your solution to everything. And you know, that's the thing is, is that money, I just want money, money. does <laughs> technically. Okay. 
there is a tree called a money tree is a real thing. And there's also a thing called a money cat. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh my gosh. So my son's going to be a fox for Halloween. And he's like, he runs up to me and he's like, mommy, what the fuck say? <laughs> like he's saying a bad word. I thought you were about to tell me that he goes up this and like, hey, mommy. <laughs> but then you're just like, <laughs> It's like I'll go me 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 and and he'll like start going like this and he's so funny. Oh, that's I can't so... have so much personality. My it. personality. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's cool to see a little bit of yourself in your kids. You know, keeps you in check. <laughs> I think we've been talking like we had such a good conversation on here, and mm. you know we need to wrap it up and everything. Yeah. But I really had a good time talking to you. I hope everybody else out there enjoys our conversations that we have. I hope you guys do. Let us know anything that you want to hear us talk about or if there's any comments or concerns or anything that you want to bring about any kind of technical difficulties. If there were any, fingers crossed there weren't. Um, if there are any comments on things we can do better, I know that, that I have tendencies, you know, where I just, my, my hands have to be like busy doing something for some reason. So I'm always, if I'm too fidgety, let me know. I can try to make it so you guys can't see that part. And <laughs> you know? I apologize for my use of essentially, and I apologize for just not being coherent or if I came across as incoherent because, you know, usually I wake up and I, I didn't get enough sleep last night and I, I couldn't be as big as I normally could, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I can let go now. Well, if you guys would like follow us, you know, we are, he's the will of life on Instagram. I'm Sunflower Days and Co. on Instagram. Um, I'm the will of gaming on Twitch. And I'm Sunflower Days and Co. on anchor.fm where this will also be going once William sends me the file. The file. And um, (laughs) the file. Um, And also, don't forget that this month is uh, Suicide Awareness Month, Down Syndrome Awareness Month, uh, SIS Awareness Month, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. This is a month of compassion, as every month should be. So please reach out to your friends that you know have gone through those things and just say, I'm here for you if you need someone to talk to. You know, don't force it. Just say, I'm here. That's all they want is a door of open opportunity. Any last words, William? Yeah, vote. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. We're going to go. Hope y'all have a great great day. And we'll talk to you guys next Wednesday on the next podcast. See you guys next Wednesday. Bye.